Hello, brothers and sisters. I'm glad that you decided to join me this week for another week of teaching. This week, I'm going to speak on speak to it. Hallelujah. Speak to it. Father, Lord, <clears throat> I love you. And I really appreciate you, Father, for allowing me to be created, Lord, to allow my, my spirit, Lord, to come into this body, Lord, and allow me to come to the earth to fulfill a divine destiny, Lord, that you ordained for me before the foundation of the world. Now, Holy Spirit, Father, work in me, for it is you who is at work within me, both to will and to do of your good pleasure. Lord, I'm seated together in heavenly places with you in Christ Jesus. I am the head and not the tail. I am above only and not beneath. I can do all things by the Spirit of Christ that's working on the inside of me. Hallelujah. And Lord, I acknowledge that I'm well able to teach this word, that I'm well able to convince, Lord Jesus, the gainsayers, Lord Jesus, with sound wisdom, Lord, that I am a wise man sent forth by you, Lord, to the earth, Lord, to fulfill a divine destiny. And Lord, what I'm doing, Lord, I'm practicing your word. I'm acknowledging every good thing that is on the inside of me. Hallelujah. And brothers and sisters, the reason I pray that way because I'm actually praying for myself, but I'm showing you how to pray for yourself. I'm doing it by demonstration. See, you will never rise above your confession. Let me say that again. You will never rise above your confession. In 2010, I had a, uh, <clears throat> and you know, I, I got saved around 2004, 2005. So I didn't know certain things about faith. I knew a little something about faith. But how many know as you continue to grow in the law, as you continue to study and read and learn new things, your faith grows exceedingly? How many understand that? Well, I, I still had faith then, but in 2010, I had a rupture in my stomach. And I had to have a, a major uh, surgery on my colon where they took six inches of my colon out. And um, after the doctor deals an emergency thing, I was crawling on the floor, didn't sleep all night. I went to church that Sunday. I was I was sick. And then that uh, that uh, all that night, I couldn't sleep. I was in excruciating pain. And that Monday, I was crawling on the floor. And so my wife said, uh-uh, I'm taking you to the doctor. When she took me to the doctor... Dr. Spriggs, I don't know if he still practiced medicine. He sent me straight over there to uh, Providence Hospital. And uh, they did a colonostomy or uh, whatever. I couldn't, I didn't know. I was just out of it. I was in so much pain. And right after they did that, a few hours later, I was in surgery. It was a three-hour surgery where they took six, six inches of my colon out. Well, I could tell you a lot of backdrop on that, you know. But anyway, make a long story short, after they completed the surgery... You know, before they completed the surgery, they have you to sign a waiver telling you it's a 60-40 chance that some or uh, 40-60 chance that something could go wrong, so forth and so on. You could end up with a colostomy bag and so forth and so on. That was their diagnosis, but they're going to do the best they can. Well, I ain't got no other choice, you know. But I say this, I used to always have a fear of having a surgery or being not uh, put under. And how many know Job said the thing I feared 
came upon me. That's why I always teach people not to fear. See, some things I teach from experience. I don't teach it to, to pick on people. So, you know, so if you got a fear of something, you start renouncing that fear and you start overcoming that fear and you overcome evil with good. What I mean by that, you say things like the Lord has not given me a spirit of fear, but a power, love and a sound mind. You always overcome evil with a, a confession, with a good confession. See, let the let the um, let the words of the, your mouth and the meditation of your heart be acceptable in the sight of God. You got to have a confession that contradicts the confession or the symptoms. Well, anyway, I had the surgery. It was successful. And I didn't need the colostomy bag. Well, I was, you know, I was weak after it. You know, I went on back to work. Well, the symptoms tried to come back. And so, you know, my faith then grew a little bit more when the symptoms tried to come back. I had learned from listening to tapes and studying and reading and so forth and so on and getting my own revelation. How many know you can listen to tapes and listen to people and your faith can get stirred, but you really have to read the word to get your own faith because the word of God is the original seed. Well, for a month or two, that pain was there. But you know what I would do? I would speak to it. I would say, Lord, I thank you that you've already healed me. I had this surgeon. This thing would never return in the name of Jesus. And I went on like that for about a month. And it disappeared. And then come back for about eight more years. It came back again. I spoke it again. It went away again. And if it, you know, so you, you, sometimes you'll fight that battle off and on. But I hadn't had any problems. How many can say amen? I, I had, I ain't had, like I said, after I drove that back, it, it tried to tinker there for a month. And, and then it went away. Like all of a sudden it went away and I had actually forgot about it. Then I remember about a few months after that, I said, mm, that thing disappeared. So I learned some things spiritually about when you speak the things constantly, they will obey you. We better get the book of Mark, the 11th chapter. And we better start right now at the 12th verse. And this is Jesus. On the morrow when they were come from Bethany, he was hungry. Talking about Jesus. And seeing a fig tree afar off, having leaves, he came, if haply he might find anything thereon. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for the time of figs was not yet. And Jesus answered and said unto it, No man eat fruit of thee hereafter forever. And the disciples heard it. Now what is Jesus doing? He's teaching his disciples. He wanted them to hear it. He is teaching them how the spirit realm operate. He spoke to the fig tree. He told that tree, no man eat fruit of thee here, hereafter forever. And if you'll keep reading, you'll notice that he taught them that they can speak the things and those things will obey them. And I mentioned it last week that you can speak the things and things will obey you. Now, if somebody has saying, well, I'd have heard Brother King preach on this before, you're going to hear me preach on it again. I'm doing that on purpose. Why? I heard a man of God and, and some people who study the mind and psychology and certain things of that sort. People don't really get a thing, according to certain teachers I'd have heard, until they didn't heard the same thing about seven times. They don't really, it don't really register on their spirit. And I believe that because... Many people, when things come up, they never speak to the problem. They call the pastor, call sister so-and-so before they even spoke to the problem themselves. I'm not saying you can't call those people, 
But what I'm saying is you have the same authority as the pastor, as the apostle, as the prophet. You have that same authority. What it is, you have not built yourself up with confession and you don't have the confidence, some of you, to realize that you could do the same thing they can do. And when you begin to realize that you could do the same thing they could do, you will begin to do it. Then you'll call the other person just to be a helper. See, there's help standing faith with you. You won't try to shift the total weight unto that person. How many understand that? And so the reason you have to preach things over and over again, and ministers, if you listen to me, preach faith over and over and over again, the same lessons. I don't care if it's the same scripture. You preach four Sundays this month, preach it next month. Why? Because they didn't get it last month. They didn't get it sometime because you said it once. They didn't get it sometime because you said it twice. They didn't get it sometime because you said it three, four, five, six times. And sometimes they'll get it on the seventh. Don't mean they will. You might have to say it ten times. You might have to preach the same thing, cycle it around the rest of your life. Why? Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So, yes. So if you would keep reading that, you'll find out, you know, when they get to a, to a later um, in, in the same chapter at verse 21, uh, at verse 20, it said, and in the morning as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter calling to remembrance said unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou cursed is withered away. So Jesus was teaching them that they could speak the things. They can speak the trees. They can speak the things, and things will obey them. How many understand that? That is the principle of the kingdom. The kingdom works off a of seed. Hallelujah. I have, the, I have a lot to say, but I'll talk to you tomorrow. Be blessed.